Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 301 and it is Tuesday, October 4th, 2022. I am your host, Victor Omoyo. And with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, y'all? Yeah, man, we are back um, after a couple of weeks. Uh, yep, just chilling out here. It's raining outside, but we're staying dry. Uh, more nerd stuff to to get into, uh, as per usual. Uh, we thank y'all for tuning in and you know taking time to listen to our show. Um, 300, 301 episodes, we've passed the threshold. Um, yeah, once again, thanks to everybody who made it to uh, the Cornerstone Complex in Pawtucket. Oh my god, I'm, I'm still in awe of that. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun, and and big thanks to Pop Stew for taking time to drive all the way out here to Rhode Island uh, to come join us in the festivities. We really appreciate y'all. Uh, yeah, Carl, uh, we're back, man. How how are you feeling, man? Uh, I'm okay. I still have my moments, uh, some good days and some bad days, but you know I'm pushing through. And um, yes, I did. Um, I appreciate your shout out and I just want to appreciate everybody, you know, for just the love and support that me and my family have been uh, getting over this tough time. Um, It's, I said, I have my moments, but, you know, I'm pushing through. My dad was a bass player. He was an entertainer. So he was one of those who believed that the show must go on. And um, although he didn't really understand, quite understand this podcasting that I was doing, but yet once... He he eventually, especially like towards the end, he uh, saw the magnitude and the impact that we were making and the things that we were doing, and he wanted to let me and you know that he was definitely proud of us. Uh-huh. So uh, that was you know that was good you know that was good to hear. But um, yeah, uh, funeral services will be held on the fifteenth. So scheduling is going to be a bit spotty around that time but at the end of the day i'm still going to do it. i'm glad to be doing what i love to do um i love i love this podcast i love hustling this podcast i love you know seeing the potential and the growth that we are capable of um do, uh, you know of achieving and he and he would want that for me he wouldn't want me to just completely stop my life to just grieve and stuff. I mean, yeah, I am taking time to do that, but I still do want to I got my my life does have to go on. So, um Yeah, like I still want to do what I enjoy doing. He still wants me to continue this. So, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, glad. You know, you're still, you know, still, still doing, still doing it. And uh, yeah, I'm sure he's, he'll be, he'll be very proud of, uh, you know, your your efforts moving forward, man. Yeah. So. So yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> well, now that we got that out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're yeah we're still here, um, just doing our our codex thing. Um, let's see. Before we move forward. Uh, do we do we still have this? Do we still have the sponsor? We do. Okay. They're so good. <laughs> I don't want to let them do good. They're so good. <laughs> uh, yes, Silk City Hot Sauce. Uh, yes, our sponsor of the show. They have all sorts of hot sauce flavors. Uh, Vermont-based business. All sorts of uh, flavors such as uh, Killer Hot, uh, Nightmare, Slurp, uh, Dragon, um, blue cheese flavored hot sauce, maple syrup flavored hot sauce. Um, goes well with 
any sort of like meat based dish or any dish for that matter. Uh, you can like make some wings, some chicken tenders with that bad boy with those bad boys. Man, you can never go wrong with any flavor. Sure can't. Yeah, you can. Um, yeah, you, you can do a lot of things with that. Use your imagination. It doesn't have to be food either. So go to SilkCityHotSauce.com and use the promo code Codex. That's C O D E X, and you'll get fifteen percent off of your order. This is exactly what I wanted to come back to. It's <laughs> the truth. <laughs> Everybody freaking loves it. Like, car, you get so weirded out. I'm like, it's because it's Vic saying that shit. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, if y'all know Vic, if y'all know, like, how long we known each other since what? Oh, five, oh six ish. Yeah, around that. That's almost twenty years. Mm. Yeah. And it's just like Vic really saying that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... It just makes it so much better. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, hey, I mean, there are people out there who want to reenact the scene from Don't Be a Menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Uh-uh, fool. That's the baby's lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, hey, I mean, you know, I mean, hey, you know, hot sauce goes well with uh, onions and corn. So, uh, you know, you know, wow. you know, we, 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 we don't mm. we don't judge, you know. You know, you don't have to, you mean, people put butter on their corn, others put hot sauce. So, hey. Uh, it's <laughs> Oh, gosh. But, uh, yeah, man. Uh, what else is new, man, as you're sharing the episode? Oh, um, man. Um, my notes are kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I do want to give a huge shout out to... My sister, uh, Felicia, who was in... Let me stop. Let me do one more. Mm. She was in Hocus Pocus 2 that just premiered on Disney Plus uh, this past Friday. Nice. They had like a nice little watch party and stuff. It was... And the, mo- the movie's not bad. It's mm. not as good as the original. Because, mm. you know, the original has that nostalgia effect. You know, they did bring, up, bring a lot of stuff back. But it was, it was it's a fun watch especially if you are a Rhode Islander. Mm-hmm. You can just look at the scene and you know where they shot it at. Yeah. Like uh, most notably Walgreens and Federal Hill. Yo, we had we was in tears laughing <laughs> once we saw that. And then you look at the back you see Sage Kitchen right across the street. Oh wow. <laughs> so I'm like, "Well, there's your free publicity." Um Ah oh, man. The Federal Hill, my sister's in the scene in Federal Hill. And, I mean, she and she was just telling us all the interesting stuff, the things that she was doing, you know, that she was doing, the, you know, how she she indirectly interacted with some of the stars, Bette Midler, with Bette Midler Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Nahimi. Mm-hmm. She actually said Kathy Nahimi was her favorite. Oh, really? <laughs> she just, she just cra- I guess she just cracked her up. And stuff. Mm. But, um, yeah, it was just a fun little story. You know, big shout-out to my friend TJ. He was in, he was an extra in the movie as well. Nice. So it was like they're going down the trolley. I'm like, oh, that's Benefit Street. You know, like, oh, that, you know, that's Federal Hill. That's Lincoln Woods. That, I, knew where, I knew exactly where everything was when they shot it. Mm. That's cool. Like, yeah. it's, it, it's fun for Rhode Islanders to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's not it's not often that we have like like big feature films shot around here. What was the last one? Like Underdog? <laughs> yeah. 
And I just watched that, fell asleep on it, but I'm like, ah, Citizens Bank. <laughs> yeah. Um, There was a show on Showtime called Brotherhood that they would uh, film over here, too. Yep. Yep, that was shot here. Yeah. In, I think it was around Oneyville, I believe. Oneyville, Federal Hill. Because mm-hmm. um, I used to work at an auto parts warehouse, and they were, I, we used to just watch them film. Like We used to see all like the film trucks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something else. Oh, the uh, the show it's on Hulu, Nosferatu, based oh. on a Joe Hill novel. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. yeah he uh, that was shot here as well. Okay, nice. Yeah, and meet Joe Black. Mm-hmm. Yep, and part of Dumb and Dumber. Yep, <laughs> the big blue bug. The big blue bug. You know what's crazy? I always found this funny. They're going to Aspen. They first start out, they show going up north to mm-hmm. 146 mm-hmm. first. And I'm like, that's not the way to get there. No. no. Like, you would have to go 95 south. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Funny well, things you notice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're a local, it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, and, and that, yeah, that that was that was a, that was a fun part. So uh, I'm going to try to get, get like a little interview with my sister just so she can tell us about her experiences because it was, it was very interesting. Mm. No, that's cool, man. Yeah. Um, so I started the new show on Netflix mm-hmm. called Dahmer-Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Mm-hmm. That's been pretty much the rave and shout out to my boy Aiden. He gave me the huge recommendation mm-hmm. uh, starring Evan Peters as uh, the title character, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer and Richard Jenkins, Niecy Nash and Molly Ringwald. And it explores like the motives and the methods of Jeffrey Dahmer surrounding the murders that he committed from 1978 to 1991. Mm. Yeah. I've only seen two episodes. Mm-hmm. He's a sick motherfucker. He was a sick motherfucker. Oh, yeah. He absolutely was. Yeah. Like, no, I, I was watching. I, I was watching it with my significant, significant other. She's just like mortified of what was going on. And I'm like, this was real. Yeah, I remember. I remember reading about uh, Jeffrey Dahmer back in the '90s as a kid. I'm like, good lord, what the fuck? Like, I remember like an an infamous story where one of his victims actually escaped, but the police basically didn't believe believe him and just sent him right back to Dahmer's clutches and he died that's exactly how small spoiler that's exactly how episode 2 ended Mm. like I'm just watching it and I'm like yo that's fucked up yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so far I I can see why he's getting the hype especially with Evan Peters performances like Mm. He's coming around. He's coming along. We're like literally watching him grow as an actor. Yeah, he's 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 done a lot of uh, steady work in the last few years. Yeah, like uh, American Horror Story, One Division, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I first saw him in Never Back Down. Okay, which was yeah. basically like the You Got Serve of MMA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh, but um. But yeah, he's like coming along great and seeing him like that. Oh, he was in, um, what's that show? He like Pose. Yep. Yep. First season. Yep. So I'm like, yo, dude's got potential. I, I can see him on some Leonardo DiCaprio shit. Yeah. Yeah. He, he has potential. Yeah. yeah if, he put, if he keeps uh, picking like good roles like that. Yeah. It's about, yeah. Um, I would say check it out. 
like if you're kind of like especially since you remember like living it mm-hmm. it's like you know and if you're definitely into like crime stories and stuff mm-hmm. definitely check that out like I can't wait to, I actually can't wait to finish that and um during my time off I did finish a game that you beat mm-hmm. What's that? Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart nice okay justice for Ratchet and, for Ratchet and Clank that's <laughs> all I'm saying yeah, it was a great game of 2020, man. I, it should have won game of the year. My main man, Stubert, what's happening, brother? <laughs> um, yeah, Justice for Ratchet and Clank. That should have won game of the year. Mm. Granted, I had never played It Takes Two. Yeah, but I really like it. Like I was really immersed in the story, and it was just, and it was just like watching a Pixar movie. Yeah, man. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart was so much fun. Like that was that should have won game of the year for 2021. Yeah, that's when it came out, right? Yep. Yeah, 2020 was Ghost of Tsushima, which was my favorite game of that year. That one game of the year? Uh, No. No, it was The Last of Us Part 2 at the Game Awards. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man, Rift Apart, that's a fun game. Like all the the Ratchet and Clank games, you really can't go wrong with any of them, but this one. I was feeling like I was playing Knack at the same time, too, and I'm like, you know what? I would love to get a Knack game. Mm. Like a Part 3? Yeah. Yeah, That's an underrated game. Yeah, it, it it looks fun. Like, I know I can download it for free on the uh, PS PlayStation Network. I I say do it. Okay. Probably take yeah. It'll probably take you a day to beat it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I say do it. All right. Cool. Yeah, and um, I started a game, but I don't think I'll be able to finish it. Like I was getting very frustrated at too early on. Oh. Death Loop. Death Loop. Okay. I was getting frustrated with that. So you die twice and then you gotta go all the way back further. It was like it was like playing an old school NES game, and I'm like, we're past this mm. as a society. <laughs> I don't want to start over. Yeah, that's the yeah Death Loop. That's that's like the uh, conceit of it. I know it's like it, it takes time to get to get into the groove, but once you do, it's like oh okay, everything starts to make more sense. And yeah, I did find a walkthrough. Excuse me. I did find a walkthrough, so I'm like, maybe let me warm myself up a bit to it. I don't know, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it, give it time. Like once, like you'll, you'll, you'll eventually hit the groove, and you'll realize, okay, this is this is what I need to do. I was yeah. like that with Ratchet and Clank too, but I was like more into it. Oh yeah, because Ratchet and Clank is much more. The, the gameplay is much more immediate. It's more, yeah, and it's straightforward. Just go, you know, go around shooting, you know, switch your guns here and there and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. 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 And Ratchet and Clank. It's just like it's just a, such a fun game. I'll definitely play it again eventually. I I'll probably I'll probably add it into my four in February. Yeah, absolutely. That's the perfect candidate for that. Unless, hopefully, God of War. Oh, God of War Ragnarok, November 9th. Listen, pants off. off. Yeah, at the store. You have to do all that. You ain't have to go that far. Listen, listen, I want one I want my God of War Ragnarok. Listen, if I can find a special edition at the right price, Steelbook especially, you're just gonna have to get the mop in the bucket at the cashier, man. Hey, you, <laughs> you even you already know like Steelbook Edition already. If if there is one at the right price, shit. Yeah, just 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 get the wipes, man. Just you know, make way. You know, 
don't don't wear your best shoes when you go to the GameStop or Best Buy. You know, sticky floors and all that. You know. Yeah, we'll be ready. Yeah, man. I mean, right? I ain't pulling that. Am- I ain't doing that Amazon shit. Listen, man. Yo, Amazon. Amazon used to be the shit back in like up until 2018, where like for a couple of years, like they they would sell brand new PS4 games at a at a straight discount. So. For a couple of years, I felt like I was a shit where I was like, oh, I don't have to go to GameStop or Best Buy with all the rest of the common rabble and mouth breathers. Oh, your mama, but go ahead. But but then when God, but when they stopped with God of War, when they said that, when they didn't offer that discount, Amazon discount for God of War, I had to I had to drive to the GameStop mm-hmm. with the rest of the unwashed masses, the, the, the lowers. And I had to be like, where's my copy? And I had to pick it up. I had to, I had to bear the stench of the everyday man and woman, of the everyday person, just to just to get my copy of God of War. Who 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 is Victor Omoyo to 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 walk amongst the lowers? A motherfucker sir? who ain't shit. <laughs> it's it's. But yeah, here's but then here's what I did. I remember that day vividly. You know, at the time I lived pretty much across the street from the from a GameStop. Mm-hmm. And I just, I took that day off. Yep. And I said, you know what? Oop. GameStop's opening in five minutes. Mm-hmm. Walk my happy ass across the street. Yep. Hey, uh, yes, my God of War. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Slipped it in there. Let it download. Mm-hmm. I look at our group chat that we had at the time. I'm like, my God of War is... Down, is downloading right now. I can't get it. I can't get it. Why can't I get it? Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, yep. Snip the ca- snip the case. Mm-hmm. Look at you. We over here playing while you was just nothing but a let me look at the book, motherfucker. You well, remember? You knew that. You knew that kid when everybody got the free game, but your mom, your parents couldn't afford it. So you were just like, "Yo, uh, can I look at the book?" <laughs> it's like that was you. I can play. I can replay God of War three. It's cool. No, you know, I I, I got my I got my uh, copy like a couple a day or two later. You know, a day or two later. Yeah, I was already well established. That's fine. Fighting Balder. I already have my first match with Balder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fine. You know, it's just that Amazon really let me down, you know, at the time. They, I, I guess Sony was like, nah, stop offering discounts for brand new games. And, you know, it, when, when I had to, like, you know, be amongst the the pores, you know. Just like yourself. Okay. I, I, was like, I was like, ugh, I need to go home and take a shower, you, you know. Were you were just fine. You know, I mean, the, the 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 musk of the working person. Can, can you believe that? Yeah, I, you know, yeah, I I know, man. Because God forbid, somebody you know who you're in the masses with somebody who who knows how to do you know everyday work. You know, who actually has you know who has who who has a, a genuine sense of care. You know, character. You know, growing up doing manual labor. Manual labor. <laughs> It's 2022. Who does that? Me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man, damn it. Hey, listen, you lift those DJ speakers on your own. I do. Shit, that, that 
it couldn't be me, I'd be like, yo, I'll pay, I'll pay somebody just lug to meet me at the venue and just set it up for me. I got you. No, you never want to do that. You never. You set up your own shit. <sighs> Who got time for all that though? A man. <laughs> we are men. Yeah, some- I was doing that shit since thirteen when I was um. Cause I actually went and I went on a trip with my dad for like a month mm-hmm. and you know, he was a musician. So we, he, I was traveling basically for free. Mm-hmm. Do you, what I had to do? I just had to help them with their equipment. Mm-hmm. I was, I was a roadie. So I've been doing that for years. Then I was doing it for the church. Mm-hmm. I've been doing that for years. I was carrying speakers like that. So my, the ones that you have a hard time with, Shit. I was carrying them shits when I was 12 and 13 years old. Listen, it was hot outside and I'm old. Don't matter. Listen, I'm old and I'm tired and I work with fucking children. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm eating mu- invisible muffins in the microphone. I'm trying to run a business here. Anyway, I'm sorry. As he's talking about my business. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. That was good. That yeah. was good. Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 I had to slip that in there. That was good. <laughs> but oh man, uh, let me see. Let me continue on with what I've been up to. Um, some eBay. For, well, you know what, my Ooh. eBay my pickups. Regular purchase. Oh, I got some. I got. I got, a, I got a couple of gems. Okay. I got a couple of gems, but this one. This is a new one. Published by Aftershock, it's called Hell is a Squared sh- no, squared Circle. I swear too much, that's why the SH was coming out. Okay. All right. It's uh, written by Chris Condon and the artist by Frances- Francesco Biagini. My apologies for butchering that. Okay, and uh, produ- uh, published by Aftershock Commons. We, we know some people who run it, yep. Joe Pruitt. Mm-hmm. Big shout out to him. And um, it follows the story of Ted, the Irish Muska Walsh, who, who has, you know, who's battling personal demons and he tries to take control of his life because things weren't really quite going his way. He's a mid, you know, he's a third tier wrestler. Things ain't really going the way he is. Drinking problem, uh, drug problem, owes child support. He's not where he want to be. wants to be in the cards. So, um... He tries to take advantage. Of, he tries to take control of his life. Mm-hmm. Tries to uh, <clears throat> control his narrative, and um, his actions leave blood on his hands. Okay. So he finds himself on the run, but yet his past comes back to haunt him. Okay. In a pretty interesting way. It's a one shot. But I was like, you know what? Mm. This got me intrigued. Okay. And I was intrigued from beginning to end. Yeah. Yeah. This looks this looks interesting. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, if I find it, I'll I'll pick it up for sure. Oh, please do. Okay. Hell is a squared circle. Please do. Mm. Interesting. As a matter of fact, you must. Okay. I would want to hear your thoughts. Nice. This is a victor. If you like do a power bomb, you will love this. Okay. Yeah, I do like do a power bomb. Yeah, number five comes out this week. Nice. I'll I'll get that. Yeah, that me too, definitely. And a couple of other ones. 
Okay, this one is actually called uh, the Stuff of Night Stuff of Nightmares, published by Doom Studio uh, Boom Studios. Mm-hmm. Can you read the author? Uh, it is R. L. Stein. Oh, of uh, Goosebumps, Goosebumps fame. fame. Yep. <laughs> so I was like, R. L. Stein got one. I was like, you know what? Let me snatch that up real quick. Mm. And it's basically Goosebumps in comic book form. Okay. This looks more explicit than uh, Goosebumps. It definitely is. <laughs> yeah, the cover is some guy getting his guts ripped out by some zombies. Yep. Mm. Yep. It's actually a little more interesting than that. Than that. It, it's a. Yep. It's a A24 movie in comic form. Oh, I'm intrigued. I like that. Check it out. Okay. Okay. Check, check that one out. Hmm. And it's written by R.L. Stein. Yeah. Hey. Our childhood horror yeah. author. Yep. All the Goosebumps stories. Yeah, that was shit back in like elementary and middle school, man. Yep, them Scholastic Book Fairs. Yes. I used to get those and Ghost Rider, but I was a big fan of Ghost Rider, the TV show back in the day mm-hmm. on PBS. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> God, those. I watched them recently. Like, that was some of the most horrible acting I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing. Those kids weren't acting. They legit recruited kids from the street. Hey, you get what you get. But, interesting fact. A famous MCU actor made the... <laughs> was, in that sh- was in that show in one episode. It was it Chris Evans? Nope. Anthony Mackie? Nope. Hmm. I'll give you one more. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Scarlett Johansson? Nope. Samuel Jackson. Oh, snap. He played Jamal's father in an episode, and we never saw him again. <laughs> it's just Jamal and his grandmama. Mm. But the, another book I have is Masquerade, which is uh, written by Kevin Smith, and it was actually very intrigue, intriguing, too. It was about this girl named Felicia Dance, who's a, uh, a social media star, mm-hmm. but... She's like hiding a, her disguise in plain sight, and she's actually a shape shifting crime, fa- uh, crime fighter. Okay. All right. Okay. In a very interesting way. It's kind of like Mystique with a social with a TikTok account. Okay. Hmm. Pre- kind of intriguing hook. Kevin Smith. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Dwight not doing Comic Con this year, but they're still announcing. They're still announcing guests, so. Mm. Who knows? Yeah. But now on to your favorite part, the eBay finds. Okay. Came across some pretty interesting gems here. Ooh. So, oh, they're not even in particular order. So, okay, here we got Daredevil number 69. Oh, okay. Which is the first appearance of one Turk Barrett. Okay, yeah, played by Rob Morgan in the Netflix shows. Yeah, yeah, he, what I did, I kind of just went through, like, the cast... Look through the characters and look up their uh, their first appearances and say, "Hey, if I can afford it, I'm gonna pick it up." Okay, yeah, I did. Uh, Mighty Thor three forty four. First appearance of Malekith. Okay, yep, from uh, Thor: The Dark World. Uh, the unfortunately the worst MCU film. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um. <laughs> Daredevil 174. First appearance of the hand. Oh, okay. All right. That shadowy ninja organization. Right. 
Nice. Okay. That now has Punisher as their leader. Oh, in, the, co- in the comics? Yeah. Ooh, that's that, interesting. To, to, just to explain the change of uh, logo. Mm. Okay. I'm going to interview the fuck out of Jerry Conway. Mm. Oh, he was the creator of the Punisher? Yeah. Okay. Nice. And I'm going to ask him that question. Mm. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what he thinks about the logo change. Not, yeah, the logo change and why. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear him say, listen, did Punisher hate cops? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Once and for all, you know? Yes. From the mouth of babes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daredevil 229. First appearance of uh, Maggie Murdoch. Maggie Murdoch, who is she? Uh, uh, Matt Murdoch's mother. Oh, okay. Season two. Okay, I remember her in the comics. She was a nun, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And since everybody's watching, She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. I got to catch up on that. Secret Wars number three. First appearance of Titania. Okay, all right. And then Iron Man 219, not the best condition, probably like a 5.5 at best. Mm -hmm. Iron Man 219, first appearance of Ghost from from the Ant-Man and the Wasp film. Okay, yeah. And the upcoming uh, Thunderbolts. Nice. Ghost in the Machine. Yeah, this one's a bit Jerry like, Conway is on the list of people who cancel along with Christopher Priest. Don't you tell? Oh my God! Well, my my dreams have been shattered. Oh, that's too bad. So he's not coming to Comic Con. No. Damn. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's too bad. That really is. Yeah. Oh well. Maybe some other time. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, it's not like we have to wait. That, yeah, waiting in that long ass line. That took only about what. Two steps. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Two steps to the side entrance. Bam. Yep. As a matter of fact, we will be there. Yep. Uh, checking out panels. Who's hosting a panel? Hey, fingers crossed, man. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll be getting some interviews in, and you know, do, getting a lot of getting a lot of you know covering, doing a lot of coverage on the media floor on the uh, convention floor. Mm. Checking out some panels, you know, all the stuff that we love to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it should be should be a fun time. Fun As time. it usually is. Yep. Uh, you thinking of doing like a little cosplay? No. Nah. <laughs> I, I, I go. I, I'm business. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <coughs> uh, that's pretty much it for me. Cool. What you got going on? Well, a few, a few things. Um, I'm I recently watched a another horror movie. This is a good year for horror movies. Oh my god! Um, oh my god! I hope it's what I think it is. I watched Barbarian. Oh, that's not what I thought it was. But okay. Oh, what did you think it was? It Smile. Was... Uh, I didn't watch Smile yet. Yet, yet, yet but I will. You... Um, Have yeah. you seen the prom the promotion that they've been doing for that? I have so people smiling at random events, like random that. baseball games. They're just smiling. They have the like the logo on a t-shirt, and it's just a creepy smile. Yeah. And they'll like that for like hours. Yeah, oh, that's that's some strong commitment. That better it has to be like horror film movie of the year if they're doing all that. Oh well, we'll see, we'll see. But, but barbaric. Uh, 
a barbarian. Barbarian, okay. Yes, uh, Barbarian. It's a new film. It's uh, directed by Zach Kreger. It stars Georgina Campbell and Bill Skarsgård. Uh, this is a this is a film that um, it uh, it takes it takes place in Detroit at this uh, at this Airbnb this house that doubles as like as an Airbnb. Uh, Georgina Campbell she plays a woman named uh, Tess 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 Marshall. Uh, she she arrives at this house that, that, that which uh, which is supposed to be her B- Airbnb. It's just, it's like a dark rainy night. She can't see any. She can't see for miles in the neighborhood. Just like one lone spotlight, and then this house. So she's surprised to find that it's already occupied by this guy named Keith, played by Bill Skarsgård. And apparently, they realize that they've been double booked. So uh, so Keith says, "Okay, why don't you just stay the night, and then we'll figure this out in the morning." So morning arrives, uh, Keith has to leave for the day. So, um, so uh, eventually Tess, uh, she, she explores the house and she finds her way into the basement. And uh, in the basement, uh, she's looking around for some paper, from toilet paper. And then she sees like this rope ju- like ju- jutting out of this wall. She pulls the rope and then this hidden door opens and she's like, the, her first instance is like nope <laughs> and but then eventually she she uh she makes her way down this secret corridor and she sees this room this room with an old camcorder a blood-soaked mattress a bucket and a bloody handprint on the wall that sounds like the jeffrey Dahmer. sounds like jeffrey Dahmer's apartment well that's just the tip of a very horrifying iceberg um, now it's starting to sound a lot like Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment. <laughs> oh boy! Well, um, Barbarian. I will say it's one of those horror movies that the less you know going in, the more the the more uh, surprised you'll be. Like this is one where you definitely want to keep the surprises, uh, the spoilers to a minimum. So I will say that. The film goes into some really interesting directions, especially with the appearance of one actor, uh, where, like, he he, where basically like he's just you find how much of a horrible person he is, and like the film kind of reminds me of Psycho, where where it, it follows like one character and then like the, the 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 film switches midway to follow another character and they all converge in the same location, uh, but yeah, man. The shit that you, the shit that goes down in this film, and like the backstory that you hear, it's like, what the fuck is going on? And then you see, <coughs> excuse me, you see the um, the 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 nightmare fuel that that res- that 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 trans- transpires. It, it it did remind me of Resident Evil Village, uh, where you go to like the 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 second area, like this uh, this. This uh, this lone house uh, 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 against a waterfall, and then you see like the the baby, ma 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 ma, and and it's like what the fuck is this? Huh? Oh my god! And oh man, <laughs> the shit that goes down in this film, Carl. The sights that I see that I saw in this movie, I'm like. I'm just looking at the screen like, yup, yup. This, this, I, I'm here. I'm home, man. <laughs> this, 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 this is where, this is where I need to be right now. And, uh, um, 
you, you know, um, I'll, I'll put it to you this way: if uh, if you're in a situation where where a a monster wants you to feed, you gonna feed, and you ain't got and and you there are no no two bones about it. You gonna do you 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 gonna eat up what that monster's serving, all right? <laughs> and uh, you, you know you you, you know. Um, I feel like you're drawing inspiration. I'm. I mean, listen. Uh, th- there's a reason why you. Sh- there's a reason why uh, you shouldn't be going down in some strange person's basement for one thing. Um, and uh, th- there's a reason why. Um, per- me personally, I would always prefer staying in a hotel. <laughs> Than some janky ass Airbnb, because next thing you know, you might be trapped in somebody's basement. You might, you know, turn into a human lampshade. Uh, that might be your blood on the mattress and your hand, your bloody handprint on the wall. Uh, God, God knows what they, what that whoever recorded something, whatever the person recorded on the camcorder, you know. Um. Yeah, and and uh, you're, you're gonna see uh, hair in places that 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 shouldn't that hair shouldn't exist in, you know. So, uh, yeah, Barbarian. It's 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 a it's a it's a solid horror film. Uh, it's nightmare fuel. It's uh, it'll make you think twice about renting an Airbnb. Um, it, it does have a lot to say a, a little a lot to say about like you know the urban blight and you know like the effects of that. Also, I will say, Barbarian has, for my money, the most accurate real life depiction of cops in a movie, and I'm sure. and I'm like, yep, that's exactly how cops in real life would act in a situation like this. So, Barbarian, it's a great film, fun for the whole family. Don't you even say it. <laughs> um, you know, um, it's a great date film. I will say, and uh, hey. You know, um, uh, check into a hotel and uh, don't stay in a, uh, an Airbnb in a really, really sketchy neighborhood. And uh, when shit goes down at night, shit goes down at night. <laughs> mama, mama. <laughs> this, this movie's fucked up, Carl. It's fucked up, but I loved it. I, I know you did. Yeah, like, like the twinkle in your eye says it all. Hey, you, you know what? This is this has been you know twenty twenty two. It's been a great year for horror movies. Like between Barbarian, uh, the Black Phone, Bodies, 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 the two A twenty four horror movies, Pearl and X. Um, nope. No, nope wasn't A twenty four, but that was a great movie too. Nope. Yeah, man. Nope. You know what? Can we just say this? Yeah, what's up? Monkey Paw, which is uh, Jordan Peele's production company. Yep. It's basically a black A24. You know what? I'll I'll give you that. Yep. I find their movies to be very similar. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Like, they they do some unique horror movies that... uh, They're unique, and then they have some type of metaphorical meaning behind it. Yep, there's like a like a bit of like a social element there. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, like get out us nope. Barbarian has elements of that. Um like I said, I won't I won't spoil it, but like the shit that you see in that basement, boy. 
What you eat afterwards? Oh, afterwards, I, I went out and had like a nice uh, pasta salad. You know, yeah, it, it was delicious. And I was thinking about the movie, and I was chuckling. I'm like, I can't wait to review this on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I wish I could describe what I saw in that movie. I mean, Jesus, the shit that I saw, like, like I was just sitting there, like, wow, man. D- d- Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, who are the real cannibals? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Oh, man. I, I You should go see... You know what? It's a good date movie. You and your significant other should go see it. Barbarian. Have a double feature. Barbarian, and then you can see, like, uh, Smile afterwards, like, later on in the day. Oh, she can't handle it. She, she, her stomach was turning in the first episode of Dharma. Oh, in that case, like she might not have a, she might have a tough time with Barbarian. Oh, she definitely wouldn't even do it. I mean, that's pure nightmare fuel, boy. She'll do it if I ask her to, but damn it, no, she, she wouldn't be able to handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so good. When they raided Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment. Mm. No, it, there's no such thing as a spoiler when it's a true story. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, <laughs> When they raided it, because that's how it starts. Mm-hmm. It starts from when they raided it, and then they kind of go back in time and then oh, yeah. see what you know, what led to him doing all this stuff and him doing all this stuff and the trial and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, when they saw they was just literally describing it mm-hmm. and actually had some of it. Like they kind of made up the props, so like, yeah, like the ass, you know, soaking up the, the body parts and the acid and mm. all that stuff, like the bleach skulls, and she's just, oh, I can't do this. I'm like, because <laughs> yeah. because she knew it was a true story. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer was like the real, real monster. Yeah, yeah. You would enjoy the fuck out of that. You'd be like, you know what? Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm I'm I might give this show a watch. Um, I don't I know like, like I've heard that 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 the show has some controversy. Um, uh, yeah, a lot of the uh, the victims' families they're upset about because they have to relive all that. Yeah, like like they like they felt like Dahmer and like similar shows like they like it kind of like glorify the or you know the killer in question. Which there might be an element of truth in that, but yeah, because it's like, yeah, family. Yeah. yeah, it's like, you know, yeah. Some people would feel like they were, you know, they were glorifying, yeah, glorifying him. But it's like, no, it's just telling the story. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's painting a positive picture of him. It's showing right. him in a negative light. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like there's a way of like, you know, depicting it, and then some people are like, "Oh, this looks too salacious" or like too, um, but it's like, well, you can't really sugarcoat reality, you know? Right, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's ways like you can you can go overboard and make it like super like, like exploitative if you if you want, but there's a way you can like balance that, you know, with some with a more nuanced portrayal without sugarcoating like what happened, you know? Yeah. So. But yeah, I'm, I might I might give that I might give that series a, a shot at some point. Yeah, I, I, there's a whole bunch of shows I gotta uh, catch up oh, with. Same here. Like She Hulk, uh, I I, guess I still gotta finish. Um, the last episode I saw was Meg the Stallion. Oh yeah, you got a couple of. Yeah, I got a couple episodes. Um, Andor, I gotta start. 
Andor, I'm all caught up with. Yep. And um, and I actually do want to finish watching The Sandman. I watched the first two episodes on Netflix. I've been hearing good things about that. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. Like, um, like it's it's pretty faithful to like the source material, and it and they do like different things with it too. I'm like, and it's the Neil Gaiman story, right? Yep, Neil Gaiman. Yep. Yeah, Sandman is like like one of my favorite like comic book series. Like like this, it's an excellent read. Um, so like so the so like this so what I see so far on Netflix, I'm like, you know what, this is actually pretty cool. You know, it's it's not bad. Um, so I, I want to see how that how that uh, uh, develops. Um, I've also been watching another show uh, with my with my lady partner, uh, Tuka and Birdie. So <clears throat> it's, like, it's like it's like an animated series with uh, starring Tiffany Haddish and Ali Wong. They play they they play two anim- anthropomorphic birds. Like Tiffany Haddish is a toucan, and Ali Wong's like a I don't know what kind of bird she is, but like they get into like you know meta misadventures and whatnot. What's the name of it? Tuka and Birdie. I think there's two seasons on Netflix, or or I think there's one season on Netflix, and then there's like a a second or third season as some on some other platform. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, I've watched like the first five episodes. We, uh, me and my partner, and like so far, we we enjoy it. You know, it's it's, it's pretty funny. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Besides, so yeah. Besides that, um, I've been I've been diving back into into gaming after uh, Elden Ring. You know. <clears throat> <laughs> I commend you, man. You. Yeah, uh, Elden Ring. Like I said once again, you know, acknowledge me. Um, yeah, you acknowledge. I'm not. Let, I'm not like. Yeah, it's it, it's it's a long it's a long one, but um, that, yeah, it's not very well drawn. But then, <laughs> just I guess it's that kind of a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, Tuka Birdie. It's more wacky and like meta. So oh, it's. Yep, yeah, he plays uh, Ali Wong's boyfriend. Speckle. Yep, Speckle, yep. Um but yeah, uh yeah, besides uh on the gaming front, um I've started playing Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Uh, I saw that and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, and hey, make no mistake, like even though Cyberpunk had a had a, had a botched launch, like now, like almost two years later, the game is in tip top shape. Like there's a like a minimum amount of jank, but for the most part, like it runs well, like it's a solid game. The storyline is really good so far. Uh, it's worth playing. It, it definitely is worth playing this time. Like, and if you have the PS4 version, you can like download the PS5 next gen version for free. Oh, okay. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, Cyberpunk on the PS5, well worth playing. So far, I'm like 15 hours into the game, um, doing a lot of the side missions. Like, there's like a, <clears throat> there's like a. Plenty of there's like plenty of places you can go into Night City, which looks which looks uh, phenomenal uh, in the game, where you can actually like earn money by like stopping like cr- various crimes on the street, like like shooting down like factions and whatnot. Um, the the main story is pretty interesting. You play as uh, the um, uh, this uh, up and coming vigilante or uh, street hustler named V. It could be male or female, and and V, you know, she after a botched mission. A botched heist goes awry. <clears throat> Excuse me. She, uh, she, she comes across this, uh, this chip, this like chip which like she implants in her head, and the chip features actually houses the consciousness of Johnny Silverhand, played by Keanu Reeves, who was like this notorious terrorist from like fifty years prior to the events of the game. And throughout the game, like the main story is that the longer you, the longer you 
dive deep into the deep, the main story, like Johnny Silverhand starts to take over more of V's consciousness. So you have to find a way to stop that from happening and solve like the main mystery of the game. And it's pretty interesting so far. Like uh, like the like the main story, like like the the different types of characters you run into, uh, Keanu Reeves' character who's just basically a total asshole, like in your head, <clears throat> and. Yeah, man, I'm 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 pretty intrigued. I'm really intrigued to seeing where this game goes. Like, I'm definitely gonna stick with it um, until God of War, and it's just gonna and that's just gonna take a backseat. Uh, hopefully not. Like, hopefully I'll finish the main quest before God of War comes out. But, but yeah, man, I've been putting some some hours in Cyberpunk 2077, and it's well worth it. Like, it's this time like the game is actually two years later. Yeah, it it, it took two years uh, with some like big patches and whatnot, but it's definitely worth playing. Um, and I know that um, on Netflix there's like a uh, animated miniseries, Edge Runners, I think. There was a yeah, and there was a comic <coughs> series as well. There was a comic series as well. I think Dark Horse put it out. I know yeah. I reviewed it. Yeah, yep. So so yeah, definitely worth worth getting into at this point. If you have the PS4 version, like you do, um, just pop it in your PS5. Yeah. And then you can download the 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 current next gen version, the PS5 version for free. And it's worth it's worth getting into. Like I can't imagine what the game looks like on the PS4. It probably looks like a muddy piece of shit. <laughs> Listen, I, I know we've upgraded, mm-hmm. but humble yourself, okay? I know, There's but there's still people who are freaking who can't get who can't get a hold of it. That is true, man. So humble yourself, okay? There's I'm, people who will literally kill you to be in your shoes. Oh yeah, I'm I'm sure. Like, hey man, like I I've recounted my my PS my PS five uh, uh saga on this podcast, and man, I did too. I did. <laughs> but yeah, man, it, it's it's worth playing this time. So yeah, definitely. Like if you're if you're looking for like a good meaty like narrative. Uh, driven game definitely give cyberpunk a shot like I, I think you'll i think you'll get into it um it's, it's a cool story and I'm, like, I'm i'm looking forward to seeing where it goes um also i've been playing some wwe 2k22 i noticed that too yep um i was uh i was uh putting putting together a, a roster in, in the universe mode um wwe 2k22 it's it's worth playing um it's been a while since i've since I played like a really cool uh, wrestling game, like the last one was a uh, Fire Pro Wrestling World, mm-hmm. especially with all like the creative wrestler and like how accurate it was in that game. In 2K22, man, like the shout outs to all of the creators, people who take time to create the uh, creator wrestlers, like the the belts, arenas, you name it, like that's some serious amount of work, like to get some of them, some like truly accurate. Like creator wrestlers, like some of the most creative, most accurate versions I've seen in any wrestling game, and like the gameplay for Two K Twenty Two is actually pretty cool. Like it's it's uh, from what I hear, it's much easier, much more accessible than the, the than the previous WWE Two K games. So like it was, it's more arcade friendly. So I was able to get into, get into like the game gameplay a little bit. Um, I simulated a, a bunch of matches. Um, There's a whole bunch of like. Uh, titles, uh, championships you can actually download, and even even it, even like there's like a whole bunch of ones that they have like for past and present. Like they have the old versions of like the WWE Championship, the Universal Championship, the tag team belts, the the big gold. Um, there's like an NWO uh, championship belt that I downloaded with a w, with the current WWE design with like the N and the O between that W. Oh, okay, <clears throat> which was pretty cool. Um, 
Yeah, like there's a there's a, a universe mode where you can actually uh, take time to like create, <clears throat> excuse me, to, to create like your own uh, versions of like Raw, SmackDown, and or NXT, or even like your own original show. You can like you can like swap out different wrestlers, like create a draft, create like a different championships, uh, money in the bank. Um, you can kind of like basically simulate simulate uh, the the WWE shows like like you would see. Feel like you can go like week to week, and and all and lead into the pay per views, book matches and whatnot. It's really cool. Like it's it's like so it's so intuitive and there's, there's so much stuff. Like it takes time to actually like you really plan out how to shape your rosters and stuff. Um, I even downloaded like uh, new versions of like the, the the current WWE titles, like like the Universal and the WWE Championships. I downloaded like more prestigious looking versions of those belts. Yeah, um, and even with the women's championships as well, I even created like a two mid card women's titles, like the WWE Women's Intercontinental Belt and then the Women's US Title. Um, downloaded a whole bunch of AEW and. Uh, New Japan wrestlers, some some uh, uh, women's wrestlers as well. Yeah, it, it's it's a lot to get into. So, yeah, so far WWE 2K22, like it's a really great sandbox. So if you're into like booking your own matches or even like being like a GM or even just like playing for fun, like there's it's it's so deep. It's like, man, it, like it, it requires hours just to like really get into the meat of it. And and there's also a a, a showcase mode where Rey Mysterio, he's the cover. The cover wrestler, so it, the showcase mode goes into like his career, like some of his greatest matches for, like, right. from the start of his career as Rey Mysterio Jr. in WCW, all the way to like uh, recent years. Really cool stuff. So, yeah, like if you're, you probably, I know you, I know you're ready to play that Halloween Havoc '97. Oh yeah, with uh, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, like, w- yeah, one of my all-time favorite matches. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, so yeah, man. Like if you're if you're a fan of wrestling games and if you can get WWE 2K22 at a at a good discount, I know that the the digital versions you can get like on sale pretty much. So, definitely get into it. Like I got the uh, the NW the NWO for Life edition, which is like the digital only, and that, and that included like all of the DLC, like all the wrestlers and all of the content. And I got that for like a pretty good price. So it was like it was a discount. So I'm like, okay. yeah, why not? So yeah. Yeah, well, well worth it. Uh, you know, especially if you're a fan of wrestling games and and uh, you know you you want to avoid the disaster that was WWE 2K20. This one is actually polished. Like, there's a little a little bit of jank, but um, nothing's perfect. Yeah, nothing's perfect. But this one is definitely worth getting into. Yeah, especially if you're a fan of like, you know, just just not only WWE but just wrestling as a whole. Because yeah. you because like I said, like that creator wrestler mode is so accurate. Like. Like I'm, I'm amazed. You think uh, AEW Fight Forever will top it? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think in terms of gameplay, it perhaps will be. I'm expecting it to be like more accessible than 2K 2K22. Yeah. Because I think that like uh, they they're trying to make that play similar to like No Mercy and all the THQ. Yeah, the, games. yeah. Ukes is uh behind. Ukes is developing it. Yeah. So I expect that to be like more at least. M- more pick up and play than 2k22 is but yeah man if um it'll be interesting to see how that game turns out hopefully it'll be like more no mercy and less tna impact because impact was not was not nukes didn't nukes didn't do tna impact no i forgot i forgot who developed tna impact i know that 
I know that was a game that uh, a lot of people looked forward to, like, oh, a different wrestling game. That's not WWE. And then it's from like... From 2018, from 2008, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Midway Studios, which was basically uh, formally acclaimed. Yeah. Yeah, that game was not very good, unfortunately. WB owns that now, right? Oh, do, do they? Do I believe so. Hmm. Yeah, no, they fell into bankruptcy, so... <laughs> Uh, let's see. Yeah, Nether it turned into Nether Realm Studios, and it's owned by uh, Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. And I'm also looking at looking at the comments here. Um, Nick Quattrini says, uh, "The balance of that being Vic shoes have PS5, but also know I own Birds of Prey Steelbook. Hey, the Birds of Prey Steelbook. Like I said, ten ten years from now." Birds of Prey will be known as a underrated cult classic that did not get its just praise when it came out. Blade Runner didn't get it; wasn't praised when it came out. Um, what? 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 what are talking about Blade Runner twenty forty nine? Oh, oh no, the, the original Blade Runner. Oh, okay. Yeah, Blade Runner, a classic, a classic film, one of the greatest films of all time, wasn't praised when it came when it, when it came out. It, it received like a mixed reception, but now. It's one of the greatest films of all time. I'm not saying Birds of Prey will be known as one of the greatest films of all time, but but people people will give that film its flowers. It'll, it'll be a cult classic. Like people are like, man, that film was really underrated, man. People people think people people undersold it. I'm telling you. Um, Roberto Gonzalez says Fire Pro Wrestling is the jam too. Yes, it is. Um, not knocking it. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a great game. And I, I will say, like, 2K22, like, if you want the, the 3D version of Fire Pro Wrestling World in terms of, like, the amount of de- creative depth that you that you can throw into the game, then, yeah, 2K22 is well worth well worth the watch. Um, AEW, I don't think that game... I don't, I don't think a demo is out yet for the AEW Fight Forever game. I think it's, it's, it's still in development, but I'll definitely try out a demo when, when, once the game comes out, Nick. And uh, if it... If it, if it, if it if the gameplay is similar to like No Mercy and all of the classic N64 wrestling games from THQ, then we'll be in for something special. Now, if CM Punk <clears throat> is actually like leaving the game, I mean leaving the company, mm-hmm. will they still keep him on the cover? Will they still keep him in the game? Ooh, I mean, shoot, because as of right now, he's still signed to the company. Yeah, because I know he's out. He's out injured. So, but there's no like definite. I mean, some reports say that he's not coming back. Mm. But yeah, that's just reports. We thought MJF wasn't coming back. Mm, True. I think. I think most likely. um, I think Tony Khan will probably buy out the the remainder of his contract. I mean, I think that would be like the right call because if you bring CM Punk back. Even if even if he's like oh oh I'm sorry even if he, even if he apologizes it just sets a bad precedent for the company because it because it's like you had other wrestlers in the company who were suspended for much less than what CM Punk uh, pulled so yeah I would just say just cut cut your losses just buy out the rest of his contract so yeah and I, and I know WWE ain't gonna take him back not especially not with Triple H at the at the helm so you know what Triple H you know what they probably do but they. They were like, because WWE is more micromanaged, mm-hmm. that they would be like, oh, listen, 
they will put in a clause like you pull any of these any of these stunts, mm-hmm. you're gone. Yeah, yeah, that's it. They, yeah. WWE knows how to handle guys more like that. Yeah, they're 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 well experienced with that. Yeah, the, Tony Khan's just he's too much. He's being too much of a nice guy, and he's literally like collecting <clears throat> wrestling figures. Yeah, like you know, he needs to, like like he needs to take a page from you know Vince McMahon's playbook where Vince had his his cronies like be like the buffer to like do his bidding for him like you know like Bruce Pritchard, John Laurinaitis, uh, Kevin Dunn, even Jim Ross when he was talent relations like. Yeah. He needs to have like a crew like that to like to like be his buffer. Like he does. He has a he has a director of talent relations. Does he? Yeah, Christopher Daniels. Well, I'm. Well, I, I, th- I think I think he needs better people. No, no offense to Christopher Daniels, but it's like there's a reason why you don't have the talent be bookers or be in like those kind of positions. It de- It it all depends on who. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. It depends on who. Like, Bill Watts was a wrestler himself, but yeah, he ran like a tight ship. He was like, yo, you either get fined or you get fired. Mm-hmm. Or or that is to say, like, active talent. You know what I mean? Yeah, active talent, right. Yeah. Yeah, active talent be in those roles. Um, let's see. Nick Quattrini says, in regards to CM Punk and AEW, uh, they might be able to keep Punk in the game. Uh, didn't they have Bret Hart in a few games and Ultimate Warrior was in the Legends of WWE game? Yeah, but they had Legends contracts. So. Yeah, Legends contracts are different, so they yeah. could they're 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 more they're more flexible. Um, with Punk in the game, um, yeah, they, they, I, I think I think best case in, or worst case scenario rather, they could either remove Punk from the AEW game or if they have like a creator wrestler mode, they can keep like the assets of yeah. the Punk character model and then like have people be able to recreate them in the game. Yeah. But much like how WWE uh, does like wherever a wrestler gets released, um, they just keep like some of the assets of their, of their uh, character in like the next game. Like for example, like Adam Cole, like when he was, when he left WWE, like somebody recreated his entrance perfectly. So in 2K22, I have like the whole entrance there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, down to like the boom and the Adam Cole baby. It's like, oh, it's all right there. <laughs> they actually say Adam Cole baby? No, nah, it's just <laughs> silent. Just yeah. just cheers. <laughs> yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> what else? Oh, um, I heard I I didn't see the trailer, but I heard I heard the a new trailer for Wakanda Forever dropped. There is. Yeah, it, it dropped uh, yesterday. Hmm. Did did you did you see it? I did. I watched it. Hmm. So, does it look like uh, Letitia Wright's going to be pretty much sure he's going to be a comic actor? Oh, yeah. Somebody already figured that out. Somebody, like, on TikTok figured that out. And I was like, yep. Yep. Which I'm not mad at because it's... Yeah. It's, it's, it's comic accurate. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's comic accurate. But I think in this case, they could have taken a different direction because Letitia Wright, she's... Basically, she's like a controversial figure. Like, um, who knows? Maybe she got her act together. Like I said, yeah. we don't know. We don't know what happens backstage. She was like, yeah, she, yeah, she gave it, you know, the trouble. But maybe now that she knows that she has this newfound responsibility, maybe I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, it's like you know, spotting all those weird anti-vax views, and you know, um, basically, basically like f- willingly fumbling her own bag. Hey, hope. Hey, I don't know. Like, I, I think, 
I think I think it, I think the Black Panther franchise is in a weird place. It's in a very weird place because it's like okay, you 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 basically like duct taped yourselves by saying we're not going to recast the role. Yeah, they did. And now you got a contra- a potentially controversial actress in the role who's who 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 said some who said some some pretty bad stuff with in regards to like the vaccines and whatnot or circulating uh, material. So it's like, do you really want something like that at the forefront of your franchise? And it's like, that's a huge come down from, from Chadwick Boseman. Um, I would have, I would have gone with uh, uh, Lupita Nyong'o's character, uh, Nakia, but on the one hand, I could probably see why they wouldn't go with her because like maybe Lupita Nyong'o doesn't want to be tied to like multiple films, like having having to do multiple films in a franchise, like she wants like more flexibility in her career. So I could see why they wouldn't go with her, perhaps. Yeah. Um, and, and and here's the thing too. In the comics, Nakia turns bad. Oh. She becomes malice. Mm. So picture Ni- Lapita Nyong'o like playing that type of character. Mm. Yeah, you know, that would be interesting. And she's kind of like out there mm. so I'm like I would love to see cause she always she does like the closest we got was uh, it was uh, us mm-hmm. that we got but I just wanna see if she becomes the malice character yeah I think like we can see more range out of Lupita yeah that will be that will be real interesting to see her play like an actual villain cause uh, in she the like she has a nice smile Mm-hmm. Like you just want to just hang out with her, just yeah. to see her smile all day. Yeah, and she's terrifying in us. <laughs> I want to see evil smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she could pull it off absolutely. So I, I, I want to see that. So mm-hmm. I, hopefully they stick with you know, stick with that in the comics. You know, they stick to they keep it comic accurate mm-hmm. to that degree. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we'll see. Uh, November eleventh. Yeah. Two days after God of War Ragnarok. Hey, so, that means we gotta leave the house. Yeah, man. I mean, I'll I'll see Wakanda forever, but man, like I said, the second the, I get back, I'm like, the second is over, we going back. <laughs> Pants are coming off, and we're just. <laughs> yep. Boy. <laughs> oh yeah. Boy. I wonder. You know what? I'm gonna Google this. How many times does Kratos say "boy" in God of War? Oh my gosh, that's a dream. Somebody game. had to have done it. <laughs> I'm, I'm Googling right now. How many times Man. did Kratos say boy? <laughs> <laughs> and a Reddit user counted 119 times. Oh, man. That's 119 shots. If, you, if if it was a drinking game, which I don't, which we do not advise. No, don't do no, it. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. AEW <clears throat> drinking game. <laughs> Take a shot of every Taipei Suicida. Oh God, you'd be on the floor in like 10 minutes. Yes. Good lord, that, yo, I, yo, side sidebar. Like, if there was one wrestling move that I wouldn't mind to see, like a ban on, is Tope Suicidas because it's like that's the most overdone move. Need, like, yeah, that and the Canadian Destroyer. Yeah, yeah. P- Petey Williams apologized for that. He's like, "I'm sorry, I had something cool, and then it's just overdone." 
Yeah, because that's a that's a straight up finishing move, but it's like no, just a transition two count spot 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 spot. It's like uh, like have so have a little more respect for psychology. There's in the a, ring. Yeah, there's a huge lack of there's a like huge lack of uh, storytelling in AEW. Yeah, it's like oh shit, he got dropped in his head. He did a four fifty pile driver. Oh shit, kind of two. You know what? Since we got time, I want to <laughs> let's create an AEW drinking game. Oh my gosh! Um, yep, we said Tope Suicidas. Um, the amount of it that's a, that's just a drink. Let's see. Um, you gotta take a shot for a debut. Yep, a debut. Um, a sip for a sip per super kick. <laughs> sip per super kick. Um, Count how many women's wrestling matches are on that. Well, in that, in that case, it's just one. So we're going to have to take a shot. Uh, hmm. How any time Excalibur like runs through like the match card really, really fast. That would be. You want to do a shot, but then you got to do it. Yeah, that's a shot because he probably only does it like twice a yeah. Um, oh, no, any- finish your drink for a debut. Yep. Oh, uh, take a shot anytime John Moxley bleeds. Yeah, he's he's starting he's starting to get to Ric Flair levels in terms of like bleeding all the time. Um. Hmm. Uh, I guess take a shot, everybody. Anytime the crowd chants AE Dub, AE Dub. That's too easy, I guess. That's very easy. <laughs> yeah, that's very easy. Um, oh, man. Uh, oh, anytime Jim Ross botches somebody's name on commentary. I know, Jim Ross is a legend, but he, he does it a lot. He's been with WWE for 20-something years. It's gonna... <laughs> yeah, I mean... Even can... I still sometimes see Daniel Bryan. Oh, yeah. I mean, who can forget WWE Dynamite? <laughs> he did do that. Yeah. Uh, we could do that. Mm. Anytime uh, Jade Cargill says, cut the shit, Tony. I think this is just a catchphrase now. Yeah. My poor man is so abused. I know. Leave Tony Schiavone alone. Give him his flowers. <laughs> he makes. I heard he makes a, makes a mean uh, latte. I wouldn't know. I don't drink coffee. Mm. Yeah, I heard he worked at a Starbucks for a time. Yeah. Hey. Um gosh, but yeah, like dives. Um anytime there's a super kick, anytime somebody does like a top rope move, that sh- that should be a finisher, but kind of two Canadian Canadian destroyers. Um yeah, God, somebody- yeah, that's just a freaking dude, you be freaking wasted by the end of a Young Bucks match. Oh yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, as, as entertaining as AEW is, like they still have some. They need to polish up a few things. Yeah, they yeah. need more seasoned veterans by, behind them to kind of to school these young guys because it's just get your shit. They just want to get your shit. It, it's all about getting their shit in. Yeah, but yeah. they're not telling. They're not story. They're not telling stories. Yeah, yeah. It's like like in in the ring at least. Like it's like it, it's it's like very indie rific. 
Oh, it's the indies on steroids. Yeah. Wilkins said that shit like a long time ago. He was like, yo, AEW is just the indies on steroids. That's he got, he called he oh you hate it on easy AEW I'm like no I love AEW AEW's giving a lot of my friends like chances and stuff but mm. that's just what it is it's literally the indies on steroids it is yeah and also too like where we've been seeing a pattern where like a lot of like ex WWE uh, guys and and gals they like, they show up they have like a hot buzz for, like the first two weeks and all of a sudden they're just a face in the crowd now. It happened with Keith Lee, and unfortunately, it happened with Ruby Soho. It's gonna happen with Soraya. Although they're they're, although like the way she did de- she debuted, like she got the huge pop and everything, and I was surprised, like, oh shoot, there's Soraya. Um, but but now it's like, is she gonna is she able to wrestle? Has she been cleared? And I think they're being very mum about that. So it's like it's like it's like they wanted the cheat, they wanted the the big pop, but now they have to admit that they probably either have to admit that she's not cleared to wrestle. In which case, is she just going to be like an on, on-air talent? She's just going to be like a valet for somebody? Yeah, because that's which, that, that's a that huge Her injury is tricky. Yeah, it's a yeah. I heard that she has like a spinal. She said that she has like the spinal cord of like an of like an elderly person, basically. So yeah, you don't want to cheat. That that's that's risky. Yeah. So like, if if she if she's somehow cleared to get back in the ring, then that's going to be scary. It took us a while to get used to Daniel Bryan again. Yeah, yep, yeah. But and then Demondian Bryan was taking those like headshots. I always wince. It's like, yeah, yeah. Um, Edge he had to retire for like nine years. So I don't know. We'll 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 see. We'll see what role uh, Soraya plays in AEW. But yeah, man, if she's just gonna just be a face there, it's like okay. Well, you got the pop. Now what? That's a, that's what happens a lot. Yep. Yeah. It's too bad. Yeah. But on that note. What's up? I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's pretty much it on my end, too. Um, I-, I will say I will say on the on the wrestling front, WWE, man, under Triple H, thumbs up, man. Consistent quality, watchable. Um, love seeing Johnny, Johnny Gargano on the main roster. Yeah, I haven't seen, I haven't wa- I haven't watched too much of it lately. Um, yeah, I, I catch Raw uh, here and there. SmackDown, I catch when I when I remember to. Not SmackDown is because I'm usually just out and about. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Raw is usually like I miss a good chunk of it. Sometimes I can catch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. AEW, I watch like the first hour and then I'm leaving work. Yep. So it's yeah. Um, I will say too, like on SmackDown at least, like I really hope Hit Row gets over because right now it's like they're they're obviously they're missing Swerve, but I I really hope they can find a way to get over on their own, man. Because that's a that was a really hot group in NXT and I don't want them to die on the vine. Nah. Yeah, because I, I hope they I hope they find their niche. Yeah. Apparently yeah, and apparently Mustafa Ali and um Bobby Lashley had a good match yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Hope, hopefully uh Mustafa Ali gets a gets a real solid push because like he's too good to just be wasted. Yeah. Yeah, because Vince McMahon didn't do him any favors, but hopefully Triple H can can give him like a solid mid card push. At least like well, US Championship. Vince did, but he got injured. Well, he gave, then he gave him retribution and a shitty hacker angle. 
is I mean, retribution. You can't you can't spin retribution. Slapjack, Carl. They had a guy named Slapjack. They had a good start. It was it, it was intriguing in the beginning, and then they just. I mean, it, it just went south. It just went south. Oh yeah, the the names T Bar, yeah, T Bar, Reckoning. <laughs> they did Mia Yim so dirty with they, Reckoning. They did. Uh, they did. Mace. Well, now he's Marseille, and man, Swa. Maximum. Listen, maximum male models, future WWE undisputed tag team champions. They should be the ones to dethrone the Usos. All right, hit, let's hit the pose real quick. <laughs> He's still there. Oh yeah, I'm still posing. I'm still looking at the camera, baby. He is. Yeah. He is. For those with the benefit of flash photography. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Why? I'm like looking back at him on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Triple M for for the for the for the next undisputed tag team champions in WWE. The Usos should get down and lay down. All right. All right. And on that note, uh, let's wrap up the episode <laughs> here. Uh, once again, uh, thank you all for watching and listening in the comments. Episode three hundred one. Uh, I literally just remembered something that I looked at the two beat. You know, there is already a movie about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Are you serious? I am dead serious, and it's on Tubi. Like, is it a documentary? No. What is? It is a movie. How, yo, to, what is Tubi? Like, it's a platform for. Up and coming actors and filmmakers. That's how I'm looking at it as. And it's a free streaming service. And mm. oh God. Oh God. I'm about to show you the TikToks. I'm like, yo, Tubi movies be like, and that shit is hilarious. Like, I heard that there are some some really janky black movies on Tubi. Like, like I'll I'll, I'll show you the TikTok when we're done. Okay, yeah. I, I need to see this. I can't I can't believe Yes. Wow. There's a trailer for it. Wow, I I don't I don't know I don't know if Tubi's trying to be like, um, gosh I I, I want to say like the next lifetime but I mean the Johnny Depp casting was pretty good but hmm yeah that's yeah this Tubi man they they they, they sound real sketch right now I re- I can't wait to show you the quality of it oh I, I'm 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 gonna watch that after okay all right so so on that note people uh, once again thank you all for watching and listening um. Let's see. Uh, also, give a, we want to give a quick shout out to uh, Silk City Hot Sauce. Uh, go to SilkCityHotSauce.com. Use the promo code CODEX. Get fifty get fifteen percent off your order. All sorts of hot sauces that you can luxuriate all over your body with, and that of your partner, um, and also food too if you want. I guess. Um, also, uh, big shout outs to big uh, friend of the show Afton Afton Ward, Infamous Customs as well. Uh, for all sorts of Codex Prime merch and also cool customizable T-shirts or with uh, any cool designs of your of your choosing, see so yes, us infamouscustoms.com and also on Instagram. Uh, also follow us. Uh, we're on Facebook Live every Tuesday night around 8 p.m. ish Eastern. Uh, also, all of our episodes are on SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, wherever you can find podcasts, uh, you can find our show. Uh, we're also on Twitter at Codex Prime Cast and Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast. 
Yes, and you can also check me out. I'll be DJing Tuesday, October twenty, uh, October eighteenth at Alchemy One Seventy One Chestnut Street, Providence for the uh, Move the Crowd uh, competition. There's gonna be guest performances, vendors, and a whole bunch more. A whole bunch of MCs gonna be there. Check, yeah, check it out. Come support your local DJ. Support your local talent. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a good time. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, once again, uh, yeah, once again, we thank you all for watching and listening. Uh, tune in uh, next week. We're going to have episode 302. Uh, you know, more Codex Prime shenanigans. Same time, same channel. Uh, as always, uh, we will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later. Later.